We have a very special guest on the show today, guys. Uh, Ray Santiago, who plays Pablo in Ash vs. Evil Dead. Ray, thank you for joining us. Oh, thanks for having me. It's a pleasure. Now, um, season one has started off with a bang. I mean, how are you feeling about the way it's just completely exploded across the world so far? Uh, it's pretty crazy. I'm just happy that the fans are uh, pleased. You know, we, we are prepared to make as many seasons as uh, the fans want and you know just the way that they've uh, responded to the first couple of episodes is uh, is great you know we, we we know they've been clamoring for this for a very long time and we mm. wanted to make sure that we didn't let them down so saw so the first two episodes uh you know they, they, there's tons of blood and uh has <laughs> wilkins in a role oh good good now um how we'll, we'll start as well like how did you go about coming about landing the role of pablo for this for the show uh, so, I've been pretty much living in Los Angeles for about, uh, I'd say a little bit over a decade. Okay. And, uh, I've been jumping from show to show, um, playing different characters, and, um, this was something that, uh, fell into my lap. Uh, my, uh, agents threw it at me and they said, you know, this, this isn't a pilot, this is a straight to series, and this is a great opportunity, and, mm. uh, I mean, obviously, when I saw that it was Evil Dead, I knew exactly what it was, and was a fan as a kid of of uh, the genre and the movies. Uh, so it just sort of uh, started to unfold. I went in and auditioned, and then I I, I had to audition for Sam Raimi, and uh, sort of in the last final steps of the audition process, Sam took me into a room and said, "Hey, uh, you know, we we just want you to know, like." Uh, you're gonna to have to do a lot of stunts, and you're gonna be covered in blood, and it's gonna be long <laughs> hours. And you know, are you are you ready for this? And I said, uh, you know, I uh, want you to cover me as in as much blood as possible, and I want to run through the wilderness of New Zealand from deadites completely naked. So please, <laughs> I'm I'm ready to do this. And uh, and he laughed, and uh, and then you know, I went in there for to for the network and uh, had my final audition. And, sort of sealed the deal. So like like most actors, it was just a long process of auditioning. Okay, well, thank you, Ray. It's actually great to talk to you. Um, I do remember seeing you on Raising Hope. That was actually a really, you know, sort of fun TV show that I used to watch quite a lot. Um, obviously, Pablo has become like an instant fan favorite. Now, realistically, the Evil Dead franchise has only really had one major character for almost, well, I mean, so it's coming up to like almost 40-odd years soon. Um, and that's mm-hmm. Ash. Um, did you get put through any kind of rites of passage? You've mentioned that Sam Raimi sort of like took you aside and you said, yeah, just throw the blood on me. Did you really get off lightly or have they really sort of like put you through the abuse that Bruce Campbell would go through back in the day? Uh, no, we definitely got the abuse. Uh, for sure. <laughs> like, they did not spare us the evil dead abuse that, uh, that Sam, uh, that, that, that Bruce got. Um, you know, we, we, we put all the characters on the show through, through the ringer. We're all in a bloody blender of situations. But I think the most important thing was that when they were searching for, uh, people to play these new characters, they wanted to make sure that they each had a quality, um, that was as strong, um, as, as, you know, Ash and, and, mm. and could not just be what Ash was, but bring something else to the table. And I think the Pablo is the heart and good conscience of, you know, this monster fighting squad that you, uh, you know, watch form. And, you know, Kelly, Dana Del Renzo is the brains of the operation and, and Ash is ultimately yeah. the, the muscle. 
And the douchebag. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, so, so, so Sam did say to me, you know, Pablo's a really good guy, and I can tell that you're a good guy. We just want to make sure that the world sees that, that the world sees the vulnerability that, that Pablo has. And, you know, as a kid, I was a huge horror fan, and I wanted to be the person running from the monster in the movies, but I also wanted to be the guy saving people from the monster. And I'm pretty sure that I'm the first Latino sidekick uh, <laughs> in the horror, horror genre. So um, I'm one step closer to being the superhero I always wanted to be. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to ask, uh, I mean, what is it like shooting in New Zealand? Um, obviously, it's Dublin for uh, Michigan. I mean, is is it kind of weird sort of shooting down underish? And... Oh yeah, it looks just like the states over there. It looks just like the states. Um, no, actually, you know, we shot a lot of our stuff inside of a studio. Um, it's so funny because a lot of the stuff that you see on the show and you think is outdoors, um, is actually indoors inside of a warehouse and a studio that we created, um, uh, just so that we could, um, you know, sort of fight the elements, uh, not have to fight the elements. Um, but I will say this, you know, being in New Zealand, uh, you know, outside of the fact that it's a, you know, postcard-esque scenery and backdrop uh, that you're you're living your life to, um, we had an amazing crew of Kiwis that worked very hard. They were very warm and welcoming to us. And um, Rob Tapper, our executive producer, mm. has um, put out some great shows and uh he's made them in, in New Zealand and so so stars uh knew who to go to and they knew they could trust uh one of the masters and um it's kinda nice because we got out of Los Angeles and it's not every day you get a job and you get to go travel on location with a small cast and uh I think, you know, I was actually just on the phone with Dana, the the my co star and you know, it's like I miss her because we spent all this time together and uh I actually just missed her. We were both at an audition, and we missed each other, and we, we were really upset about it. But anyway, um, New Zealand provided us with a, an isolation that created a stronger bond within all of us. I mean, we couldn't complain about where we were because it was pretty beautiful. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I mean, um, it, it says a lot for the show when it's sort of uh, pretty much greenlit for a season two as well from the off the bat. You from know? the bat, yeah. I mean, you know... Uh, we're prepared to make as many seasons as the fans uh, want. So, um, you know, we all sort of thought this is definitely going to have a longer lifespan than, uh, than, than than one season. But we didn't really know for sure. And so to, to wake up on the day of uh, our Hollywood premiere at the, you know, Man Chinese Theater and have my family from New York in Los Angeles and, you know, we're having coffee and, and, and just getting ready for a day and I get a text message from a from a from an old booty call that said, Hey, you, you got greenlit for season two and I was like, Where where'd you read that? <laughs> and uh I got the link and it was like, Oh, season two and then I got to share that with my family. Uh, and and I looked at my mom's eyes and she was crying and I was doing my little victory dance and you know it's just a good it's a good it's a good thing you know to be an actor and to, to have a permanent home for a while because you just sort of you play the role of a gypsy jumping from show to show trying to find a job and you, you I get to tell Pablo's story uh, yeah. a little bit longer and I think audiences will like that and they will like the fact that you know all of us get to tell our stories a little bit longer I mean we're basically giving life to the evil dead. 
But that's what I mean. The Evil Dead fans are hardcore, and they've been here for you know thirty odd years, and they're not going anywhere. So you know the show is amazing, and the the fans are not going to go anywhere. So you could be making these for a very long time. A very long time. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I I don't have a problem with that. Um, <laughs> like I said, uh, the, the 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 job that I have, if you want to call it that, a job, is so much fun. We you know we run around covered in blood and. We do all these amazing stunts, and I think our show is so unique because there's nothing like it out there. Um, you know, it's this cult classic comedic horror that sort of was, you know, Sam sort of created this genre in the 80s, and we're we're bringing it to everybody's homes, and we're we're bringing that sense of nostalgia that the films had, but we're also bringing something new for the next generation of viewers uh with all the new kids on the you know evil dead block with you know myself and dana and, and jill and um i also feel like our show is you can't compare it to anything else because it's um it doesn't take itself seriously and it's a half hour comedic horror and i don't think that there's anything like that on television right no. now it's all it's it seems like it literally has just fallen quite nicely into its own little niche almost is the way you could look at it i guess and it's, I mean, it's just great because, you know, they, they, they obviously, they, they knew what they were doing and they, they knew that people would want, want it and love it. But to, to, to see that it's been well received and falling into place, as you said, um, it's really, I'm, I'm just really grateful, um, that, that people are still really loyal to this franchise and mm. that, um, and that other people would be open to, to watching it. You know, my mom's, in her late 50s, my sister's 21, and they both were like, you know what, we, we would watch this show even if you weren't on it. If we discovered it, we would watch it. So I think there's something there. I think it comes from the initial kernel that, that came from, you know, Rob, Sam, and Bruce coming together when they were in their 20s and saying, let's make a piece of art, let's make something. You know, I'm a, I'm a New Yorker, I'm, a, I'm an actor, I'm an artist, and you know, I grew up uh, trying to try to make art, and these guys did it. They took a chance, and this is a perfect example. If you make mm. something, you can sort of live forever. Yeah. Now, talk, talking about, like, say, saying doing Ash vs. Evil Dead for a long time, me, Sam, and Steve have discussed. Now, when it comes when it comes to the Evil Dead franchise and when it comes to Ash himself, he's always looked at as quite the lonesome hero. Now, now seeing as everybody was asking for that fourth movie – but obviously they decided to take it into the TV uh, side of things, which, in my honest opinion, I think was the better option because yeah, it's yeah. opened things up more and it just seems more approachable to fans as well. Now, when obviously you, you got yourself you got you got yourself the role of Pablo, how did you prepare yourself potentially for for becoming a sidekick practically for our lonesome hero Ash and how did, how exactly did you did you do a lot of research into it or how exactly did you prepare yourself to because because as 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 far as a fan would say from my point of view all eyes are on you almost in the show because not we've never seen someone or even Ash become very sort of close yeah. close to exactly yeah and it's very I play the only the only companion that I've ever seen Ash take two was from a computer game and that happened to be Sam Raimi's brother Ted Raimi that played Sam in Evil Dead Regeneration and that worked really well but a lot of people still see Ash as a lonesome hero so 
what did you do much research or how, how do you even take it show by show thinking like oh god i've got to make sure that people are enjoying seeing this new companion with ash well i think you know you know there's something that each of us brings to the table mm. and you know ash you know, I idolize Ash, and Ash, um, I don't want to be like Ash, but through idolizing him, I was discovering the man that I wanted to be as yeah. Pablo, mm. and so I just tried to absorb that and let that lead the way, you know, and follow the leader. Um, mm. But also, I think that we bring something to Ash that you've never seen before, which is humility, and yeah. he gets to care for people. Um and you've never really seen him care for anyone. And mm-hmm. so now he has something more that's at stake to lose. And when you, whenever you witness someone, you know, have something to lose, you're invested a little bit more in, in what happens. And I think that, you know, you want to see the evolution of Ash and, and does he care for other people? But mostly I just tried to follow the leader and let the relationship between Bruce and I as actors, I would, you know, try to like, learn from him and just absorb everything. I sort of let that sort of parallel and I drew from that. I also tried to, um, you know, for myself, I think that Ash is a character that we had never seen before. I also think that Pablo is a character that we've never seen before. I think we've seen lots of uh, portrayals of, of Latino males in on television shows, but we've never seen it um, in this way, in this comedic horror form, but also this guy who you don't really know much about yet because you haven't seen all of the episodes, but, you know, he really wants to be somewhat of a hero and he wants to leave his mark on the world. And as Ray... I, at a very young, early age, I knew that I wanted to do the same thing um, and, and leave my mark on the world. And so both Ray and Pablo, they, they want to, they want the world to remember them in a positive light. And I just tried to let that be the guiding force and try to be true to the character that Sam uh, said he wanted to see, which was, you know, the heart and good conscience of, of the show. So I knew if I was there to support Ash, and help Ash that um, people would ultimately uh, side with me because they're sort yeah. of witnessing it through, through my eyes, if that makes any sense. Yeah, definitely. I can um, agree, yeah. You said you were like um, a horror movie fan. I mean, can I ask, what what kind of horror films were your favorites then growing up? Obviously, you said that you liked The Evil Dead, and that is there. I did. Others? I, did. I, I loved uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. Oh, uh, yes. I loved my wife's the, favorite. The Nightmare on Elm Street franchise was... Uh, you know, one of, one of my favorites. Um, you know, I used to pretend, I used to pretend like Freddy was coming after me when I was a kid. I, I loved it. Jesus Christ. Um, but I, I said, no, well, I mean, I used to set booby traps in my house, all around the house, and my mom would get pissed because she'd like, you know, trip over like, you know, a fishing rod, like wire. Definitely got and, a little uh, bit of ash inside you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and I was, you know, I was a prankster. So, I mean, I loved, I loved those movies because you could be scared of Freddy, but you also kind of laughed um, mm. at it because he was a pretty funny guy. And I think that that our show has that tone as well. Yeah. Um, I also loved Halloween. I could never really be left alone in the room as a kid. Uh, with that movie playing in the background, purely based off of the the, the theme song. Yeah, the music. Like, I mean, yeah, definitely. The music is is crazy, and so you know Wes Craven and 
you know, and, and Rob Zombie and John Carpenter, Carpenter uh, you know, they all um, sort of influenced me as a kid. And uh, I never thought that I would get the opportunity to uh, be in a horror horror film. I always, you know, you just don't think that. But now it's in. It's it's the thing that people want. And uh, when I was like a teenager, I, I made like a horror film with my like buddies from school. Uh, and uh, and it's just so funny that like now I'm an adult and and that's what I'm doing. So I mean, somehow I think I I knew that this was my path. I just just didn't think that it would actually happen. Yeah, I mean, I, I love the Nightmare on Elm Street series as well, and because much, much like the Evil Dead, it's it's scary but also funny. It's just like it's just entertainment. And Ash versus the Evil Dead, like you said, is is pretty much thirty minutes of just solid entertainment. Even if you aren't a horror fan, you could easily step in and watch it. Uh, yeah, I think that that's what's great about it is that it's multi-leveled with its tone. You know, that there's not just one tone. It's, it's dramatic, it's funny, it's scary. Um, you can watch it with whomever uh, you'd like, and, and you just it, it, you can watch it like you can watch it with your grandma, you can watch it with your girlfriend, <laughs> you know, you can watch it with your mom. Um, and I love that like there's a there's many generations that um, follow it, so it's sort of universal in that way and timeless. And I think you're going to see a lot, you know, it's, what's great about it is that we're taking it and we're letting Ash be the driving force, but you're also going to see how the Evil Dead is affecting his clang of, of, of new, you know, sidekicks, because you've only seen how the Evil Dead affects Ash, but I think now you're going to get an opportunity to see how it's affecting everyone that he comes into contact with and, and their separate lives and how ultimately these people have to stick together because they've gone through this journey together and, and no one else is going to understand them uh, or relate to them because they're the only ones that have, have experienced it together. Hmm. Oh, it's, it's exciting stuff, nonetheless, like waiting for the entire... or being having to wait this long for... for Okay, the reboot was 2013, but since Army of Darkness, just to maybe end up putting a conclusion to Ash's story is just fantastic that it's happening now. And I love that we can go anywhere with it. I mean, you know, we're still working out some kinks with rights and stuff like that, but you know, there's, there's talk of time travel, there's talk oh, of a yes. 3D episode, like down the line, you know, there's, there's, there's all sorts of things that are, that are coming into play. And I think, um, that's what's great about the show is that you just never know where it's going to go. Oh, I'm glad, uh, before, before I ask this next question, I'm so glad that you mentioned time travel because that's been on the tip of my tongue throughout the franchise for so many years now. But, um, Ray, you're saying you're coming from New York and then, uh, doing a lot of the filming in, um, New Zealand and stuff like that. Being away from home, I guess, how exactly does a day pan out on set of Ash vs. Evil Dead? I mean, from step one to lights out and finish, how exactly does a day go? So basically, you get picked up at like 4.30, you get, um, sent to, you know, the works, which is basically like, you know, hair and makeup and special mm-hmm. effects, uh, makeup. And depending on the day, depending on what situation they're throwing Pablo in, uh, <laughs> yeah. I have this hashtag. It's called hashtag Pablo has seen some S H I T. But, um, yeah, so you can, you can go to that hashtag and you'll see it all throughout the season, like things that have happened to him. But, you know, depending on the day, how much uh, blood you're going to get. You sit in the chair for a minute or an hour. 
then um, you have to go eat breakfast, and after breakfast you go through a block through and you block out the first scene. And then they set everything up. Then you come back, and meanwhile you're covered in blood this whole time, so you're just walking around in blood like all day. Like it's just a part of your life. Uh, you shoot some scenes, you go to lunch, you hang out with some deadites, then you go shoot another scene, and then there's a scene that you're not in, so you have some downtime, and you go uh, to stunt training for the next episode, and you learn how to shoot a gun, or you learn how to do a backflip in a harness, and then wow. you go shoot another scene, and then you go uh, chill in your trailer again, and you have 20 minutes, so you take a nap, and you wake up with your face glued to the pillow because the blood <laughs> is now stuck <laughs> to the pillow. Uh, then they say, you're wrapped for the day, uh, we're going to do that scene tomorrow, and then you have to take off all this blood, and there's just footsteps of blood all over your trailer, and... Um, Somebody takes you home, you go home, you pop in a horror movie just to keep the, you know, vibe going. Because that's what I did. Uh, I have a beer, I run my line, and then I wake up and I do it all over again, you know. And, uh, you know, I mean, that, that's pretty much what we did. But we just, we moved really fast. You know, we went from shooting a pilot in 22 days with Sam. Because mm. pilot's almost twice as long as one episode. And Sam really wanted to sort of um, build the, the, the infrastructure for us to just be free uh, and, uh, and and be solid. And then after those 22 days, we started shooting our episodes in five. So it was sort of like Evil Dead on speed and running really fast and <laughs> just taking chances. You know, if you if I had an idea, because I knew that these guys, you know, made this franchise off of just... Um, instinctual system, actions yeah. and, and just going for it. If I had an idea, I knew I probably was only going to get, you know, t- tops two to three takes or whatever if it was going to be a crazy scene. I'd just do it. And then if we got a chance to do it again, I'd do it differently. I'd do it cleaner or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I never held back because I knew that you probably only had one shot. So, I mean... We were on time constraints, so a lot of times it's like, we don't have time to clean you up completely, so we got to go again, or we're only going to do it once, you know what I mean? Yeah. All right, Um, I mean, it's been fantastic having you on the show, you know, we'll we'll let you get back to your day now. Um, We really appreciate you coming on, taking time, talking to us, and giving us some pretty uh, great stories. Um, I mean, we'd love to have you back in the future, you know, to talk about, no, like a season one wrap up and talk about season two. Oh, for right? sure, man. Any any time, I'd love to. I just want you to know, um, you know, Pablo definitely uh, he he definitely goes through through some stuff on this season and towards the end of season one, you know, I just think something happens to Pablo that shouldn't shouldn't uh, no man should ever have to go through. So you're gonna have to tune in to see no. how he uh, how he. Uh, he gets he gets through it because uh, he's got to get through it. He's got to be there for Ash. But you know, I just want to say we have an incredible team. We've got an incredible cast of, of women who are kicking butt on the show, and yeah. uh, we're going to continue to to you know do our job and not let the fans down. And uh, I'm just so happy to hear that you guys are, are, are pleased with the show and the product. Absolutely, mate. Absolutely. Hashtag Team Pablo. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> um, well, yeah, please, and I encourage your your listeners to follow me at Real Ray Santiago uh, on Twitter and Instagram, and uh, give us a shout out with any questions, comments, or ideas that they want uh, the Evil Dead family to uh, look at. Fantastic! Oops, Welcome sorry. to the Evil Dead universe, Ray. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Ray. All right, man. 
Thank you so much. Have a good day, guys. You too. Thank you, you too.